Cinco. <laughs> Cinco de podcast. Yes. Um, I'm Allison Fine. And I'm Robert Penner. And uh, we have a guest today. We're about to introduce you to them. Um, well, let's start off. Are you, let's start off with you good. Uh, we can introduce our, our guest now. Um, her name is uh, Mercedes. Well, I'll, you introduce yourself. <laughs> I'm Mercedes. Um, Sadie Baby. That's what they call me at the shop. Is what they call me online. Um, what shop? Autotroph Inc. We just celebrated our one-year anniversary here in Tacoma. What kind of... Is that a... It's a tattoo shop. They sell sex toy. Oh, it's a tattoo shop. It's a okay. tattoo shop. Yep. I am a tattoo artist. I own a shop down oh, okay. here. <laughs> not yet. Look, not shop. yet. <laughs> I'm open to putting my logo on anything at this point. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, we're excited to have you on the pod. I'm excited um, to be here. You're only our, our second guest. I mean, Sweet. five episodes. <laughs> um, uh, you're our first uh, female identifying guest. So that's dope. Um, so our podcast, we do like different segments. Um, the first one is called you good. So it's kind of like a mental health check-in just seeing where you're at. So, um, so let's start Rob. You good? I am good. What's up? Uh, life is good. I don't know. Work sucks, but that's work. Um, but yeah, been good doing, uh, I guess what was our last episode? Um, our last episode was last week, last Monday. Okay. Oh yeah. So since then, I did a, I, did, I featured at Shanghai. Tell us about it. That was really good. Um, I did a, a ten minute spot there. Featured uh, had me kind of in the middle, which I like. I like. I like that concept. I'm a, like like we do in the collective. Yeah. But, you so know. explain that. Uh, so normally, or it, when you have an open mic they would like to f- have the feature at the closing. But I think one thing we've been starting in the collective is having the feature in the middle. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, doesn't tire the audience out. I think the only back so- the back is p- if people might leave after the feature goes up. Well, That's the downside. But I think, I think the plus is, is having them. I, I think, I think it's a plus. And the reason that we, we put them in the middle is because a lot of mics, if you have my, if you have open micers that are newer or they're running new jokes that aren't developed yet, sometimes people leave before the closer, right? Yeah. So putting that feature in the middle will at least get the features from people, hopefully in the audience to stick around. And then sometimes they leave, sometimes they don't, right? Um, but you were, you said you were at Shanghai, right? Yeah. And then, and I had a couple of friends come out from work and stuff. That was kind of cool. That was like the first. Oh, cause you work in Seattle. Yeah. yeah. So they, they, they knew they would rather go up there, you know? So, uh, yeah, so they, they came to see me. I know. So I'm not from here. Rob's not from here. I don't know. Are you from here? Uh, I've been here a long time. I can say I'm from here. I think it's <laughs> weird that people in Seattle act like coming to Tacoma is so far. Yeah. <laughs> like it's 20 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, people do that all the time. Oh, my God, you perform in Tacoma? Oh, my. I'm like, bro, it's yeah. 25 with traffic. Like, stop yeah. it. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. Especially so shout out, drive. Shout out. Uh, we don't go. We don't go cap on my California driving. I get where the fuck I need to go though. Period. Oh, so that was you on that the road was earlier. No, <laughs> no, I'm a good driver, but in California we drive fast. So, whatever. I used to. People used to say you drive like your daddy, and my and my dad would be like, "I don't drive fast. I I fly low." <laughs> uh, I like that. I like that. That's so, good. um, 
Yeah, and uh, shout out to Dino Dad and his whole crew of misfits that put on all those shows up in Shanghai, oh, they do right? A lot of shows, man. Yeah, they do a lot of shows. That's why he's got a little informal crew. He's not. Yeah. I told him he needs to get more formal, like the collective. But yeah, him and Rob and Nick and yeah, yeah, he got a whole lot of people helping yeah, was, him out there. It was there, good to so. you know get get out there and right. you know do something. So you're good. Yeah, I'm good. What yeah. about you, Mercedes? You good? I'm good today. Yesterday was a hard day for us um, at the shop for me um, as the shop owner and as a new business owner, still learning the ropes and having to do some um, just reorganizing of positions and responsibilities um, and um, realizing that uh, sometimes it, 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 it is frustrating coming, um, doing business with friends, I guess I'll say. So we've had to do some reorganizing, but today I'm feeling much better. We got to go today and help um, the strong group. Shout out. We went to their summer camp for the youth here in Tacoma and um, got to talk to 19 really awesome kids who were really into what we do. And um, it's just, you know, there's so many doors that are open um, right now that I'm kind of I think that's mental health. I'm good, but I'm kind of still one foot in, one foot out of different doors trying to get a feel for them and which one feels right. So let's talk about the strong group real, real fast. Mm, shout out. The homie, the homie Kimberly Kasky, that's her daughter's, her yep. daughter's nonprofit, right? Yes. So it's Vanessa, it's Jasmine and Jamel. I'm sure that they have more people behind the scenes, but that's right. usually who you see. And um, the purpose of what you did today was what? So they have started a summer camp for the youth um, in the area. They do the different workouts and uh, I think all of them coach a sport yeah. and whatnot. But um, so this week, I'm not sure if they have a two week kind of going on, but they have um, someone coming and presenting to the kids as far as what they do for a living. And especially if it's um, outside of the realm of the nine to five corporate, um, just to kind of give options, you know, yeah. not everybody has access to college or to a specific group. A lot of kids don't know what they want to do and don't have access to um, finding out, you know what I mean? Other avenues other than what they're exposed to. You know, we only know what we know. I think my generation, like I went to college because that's what I was supposed to do after high school. Right. You know, and my mom didn't even go to college until I was eight years old. So, and my grandparents were both college educated on my mom's side. And so it was weird that my mom didn't, but she didn't go back to school until I was, uh, I was eight years old. Mm -hmm. um, but I just felt like college was what you were supposed to do. Right. right? right. And I went on and I got a, a master's in education. I was a teacher, but I'm not sure I love that, you know, and even the last 10 years that I've been here, I haven't been a teacher. I've been in social services. You ever miss it? So, um, teaching. Yeah. Cause look, I, 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 we were joking at the shop. Like we don't spend three hours with some kids and we all came in there ready for a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Worn teaching out. Teaching is hard. I mean, teaching Worn is hard. But I love teaching. I didn't love. So we're in a generational difference. So, um, uh, can we talk about? Can we talk about how old you are mm -hmm. versus how old we are? So how old I are you? I just celebrated a thirty-first birthday. Right. So thirty-one 31. versus really old with Rob. <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. Rob's forty-seven. <laughs> I'm forty-four. Too. Uh, thanks. Um, thanks. I appreciate. She's a liar. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, you know, we're we're in our, our 40s and you're, you know, you're 15 years younger than us, basically. Um, but with my generation, when I was in high school, we taught to be, we were taught to learn. And then by the time I became a teacher, we were teaching to the test. And I didn't, I didn't like that. I didn't yeah. like the constricted, um, Wait, thinking, the constricted, very, yeah. uh, 
parameters really around teaching. Um, and, and there's ways around that. And, and amazing teachers are, are still out there mm-hmm. doing whatever they want. Um, but yeah, I mean, I miss the kids a lot, but I don't necessarily miss all, all of the uh, expectations that they have of teachers and it's very conformative, you know, it's, it's very conformative. I feel like in my opinion, you're teaching these small people and small minds, how to work a nine to five, how to sit still, how to keep their focus for these hours, how to, what was the age group of the kids you were with today? So the youngest was 10 and the oldest was 17. Okay, cool. So that's a a pretty wide group. Yeah. But I, I really love the idea of letting, letting kids know early on college isn't the only path. And there's good paths. Absolutely. You know what I'm right. saying? I feel Absolutely. like for me, and this is just the way I grew up, I feel like it was either college or the streets, really. So yeah. so it's nice to, to know that they're already this early saying you could go into trades, you could go into alternate, you know, you know, alternate types of work. Um and that's okay. And you can make a lot of money doing that. Especially, you know, you know this is a conversation I was having with one of the kids today is, um, especially in this area, you know, oh, I was yeah. talking to this young man about how you, there's just a lot going on, you know, shootings and whatnot here in Tacoma. And, you know, as I, I understand the idea behind what looks cool and stuff on TV and this and that, but those settings are set in areas of the country where they really don't have a choice. They don't have the port jobs. They don't have the access to the money. You can make so much money doing anything you want here, especially in the Pacific Northwest, the whole West Coast, really. You have access to, there's so much money to be made here, literally doing whatever you want. Yeah. So you're good? Good. All right, before we move on, are you good? Am I good? good. Um, This has been a tough week. Mm -hmm. So I posted on my, I posted on my social media the other day, um, Probably the saddest recap ever of what's, you know, been going on to sort of in my life. And it's weird because, you know, I've lived in a few different places, but I do have friends all over the world. And I am I'm really about relationship building, like both of you guys know that. And so I know a lot of people and I love a lot of people. And, you know, in the last and we love you. in the last few weeks, I heard that and I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, in the last few, you know, really in the last like 30 days, um, you know, I live in Federal Way and uh, one of my friends was a bartender. And she got murdered mm. after work by a patron who was she 86. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and um, she and her best friend, they, they came out of the bar and the guy was waiting for them two hours after the bar closed and shot them both and killed them. And then um, a um. woman who I grew up my whole life with, she's like my cousin. Um, she had a heart surgery uh, June 3rd, uh, 1997. And so she had heart issues, and we knew that. <clears throat> she had a, a, a lovely husband. Uh, her name is Dorothy. Her husband's name is Ken. And their daughter's name is Jade. She's 14. And um, on June 3rd, 2023, 26 years to the day, she passed away mm. of uh, of her heart failure. And um, I don't know all the details. I'm actually going home to California tomorrow to, to, to go to her celebration of life. But sounds like they... Sounds like there was some misdiagnosis happening and maybe something that could have been, you know, could have been different. And um, two weeks ago, uh, well, 10 days ago, I guess now, um, a a friend from high school. So he's my age, 44, 45, died of cancer. And um, then like literally two days ago, my friend sends me this article on Facebook and it's like, did you see this? And I really thought they got hacked by the way that it looked. I was like, is this really you? And she's like, yeah, I opened the article and two people I went to high school with that were 
uh, grade older than me, I think. Um, they were married. Um, they actually live in, in Vancouver, Washington, even though we're from California. Um, they had some sort of a restraining order, some DV issue. He came to her house and shot her dead and killed himself. And um, then over at the club at Nate Jackson's, which is, you know, my home, my home comedy club, uh, about a month ago, um, you know, uh, one of one of the people that works there, Lauren, she put like a GoFundMe on on her on her Facebook page for a girl, uh, a woman that, that also works there, um, Heidi Hearns, um, who ha- is also my age and has cancer, has stage four colon cancer and it spread to her liver. And um, I don't know Heidi that well, but I not to get all like Liam Neeson, but like I have a specific skill set, which is like organizing and producing and putting on events at this point. And so I approached Nate um, and said like, this is our club. This is your employee. This is your home girl. Like you've known her for a long time. We need to have a fundraiser. So July 5th, um, we're having this fundraiser. We talked a little bit about it, I think in the last episode. Um, So we're having that fundraiser, but it was just insane for me to watch to be to write out all of these things. Oh, and then and then a, a really good friend who's a comedian in the area. She and her husband, um, she lost uh, her name is Rachel FJ. Um, I feel like we'll have the FJs on here sometime. Yeah. But um, Rachel lost her sister six years ago in a car accident. Her sister had a one year old and a thirteen year old, and her mom Nancy took custody of them. And the thirteen year old is now a twenty year old and lives with Richie and Rachel. And last week, uh, her mom had to go to the hospital. She wasn't feeling good. And um, on Sunday afternoon, her mom died of a heart attack, uh, which was both triggering to me because my dad died of a heart attack unexpectedly, and we're about the same age. Uh, I was 33 and Rachel's 30. Um, and now um, Rachel and Richie, who make a lot of jokes about infertility and having miscarriages and all this stuff, now they're mom and dad to the seven-year-old, their niece, wow. you know, and they're going to they're gonna keep her and take custody and, and adopt her, I believe. Poor baby. And so Rachel has like lost her mom and become a mom in the same instance. And it's for me, it's all it's just processing all these other people's stuff. But it's so much. And it's and I'm a I'm a comforting person. I try and help people. I try and be there for people. It's It's too much. It's too much for me. And I'm I'm struggling with that emotionally. I was very triggered by the stuff with Rachel. Just because of my own dad, it triggered me. We also, Rob and I went with uh, the homie Juan Forno, uh, another comedian. We actually were at a Blink-182 concert when I read this um, on what happened to Rachel. So I'm massively triggered. I'm super sad for Rachel. And I'm overwhelmed by the concert that's happening. And with the music hadn't even started. I just, yeah, I was super over, over, overstimulated. So I really had to like disassociate from what was going on with Rachel and my own issues with my dad. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed the concert and like we had a super good time. But like that night when I went home, I was, it was, it was tough. It was mm-hmm. really, really tough. The flip side of that, you know, um, I had an experience last night where uh, I went up to Club Comedy, which is in Seattle. I got in their open mic list. I said, can I go early? And they let me go up early, which is cool. This is this a new club for you? No, I go there okay. sometimes. I've worked there a few times and then I do their open mic when I can. But it's way in, it's in Seattle. Oh, way yeah. in Seattle. Because <laughs> we do the same thing. We do the same thing. I mean, yeah. But it's in Seattle on a Wednesday night. So I go up there. I'm number five. As I'm leaving, I want to go to Flight Path, which is the Mike and Burian, on my way home. 
And then I get a message from AJ Norris, who's like, hey, you're on the list to go up at Laughs, which is the other big club that's in <laughs> Seattle. Well, I guess there's three now. But anyways, uh, but I had never gotten an email that I was supposed to go up last night at Laughs. They and, never it told me, and it wasn't a mic. It was a show. It's a show. It's not even oh. a mic. Yeah. So luckily, I'm only 10 minutes away. So I get over there. <laughs> I was actually only one person like behind. And so they let me go up and I actually did a really good job. I think all that stress when I got on stage, I was like, I'm going to do my thing. And so I feel I haven't watched the tape, but I feel like I did well. And then um, I ended up going to Flight Path and getting up at Flight Path anyway. So I did two mics and a show last night, which was cool. Nice. Um, but it was all unexpected. So like that was that was cool. Um, the other thing I'm really good about right now and it's really helping my mental health is that um we are officially the open um old heads young minds is officially out uh we started putting out all of our content episodes one two and three are already out um and yesterday i aligned the the audio version of everything uh shout out to stay hydrated studios and nook our producer um, for making our shit sound good. <laughs> but I aligned that with our um, YouTube. So now everything is lined up. We have three episodes out. We're going to try and release on Wednesdays. Um, I actually have episode four ready to go. And so on the 5th of July, episode four will come out. Um, so that made me happy because I was really struggling with getting everything online. And it's really tough. Probably just and, a huge weight off your chest. Yes. Like figuring out how to do it. Now I know. And everything is automatically when you put it on uh, Spotify podcast, it automatically goes to uh, Google and Apple and everything else. Um, we updated our link sends tree. A, sends a smoke signal. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a little bird that goes out to every <laughs> subscriber's house and be like, new episode. Yeah. So you can watch us on YouTube now, officially. Yeah. Um, oh. At OHYM pod. Um, and then I don't know why you'd watch us. We're not that exciting to watch, but we're fun to listen to. So you can listen to <laughs> us on Apple, on Google, on um on Spotify, obviously, on Amazon Prime. Uh, I'm just glad that's done. I'm glad it's done too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm like, I'm technically challenged and I'm like relying on you to do know, all this stuff. Fine. It's like, I'm, like, I'm like, do I need to figure this out? And I have some, I have some other stuff going on, some big news that we'll talk about on the next yeah. episode, I think. Okay. Um, some personal news going on, but yeah, I'm, I'm good, but... There's kind of like an asterisk there, right? The other thing that was really exciting course, this weekend, yeah. and this is not, um, this is not to like, this is not me placating, but like, you had your one year anniversary at the shop. We did. And, um, I was actually Shout there last year. Shout out to you year. for helping organize that right. and, and so, performing. So and, last year yeah. we got connected because you were having a birthday party and your grand opening, and somebody who knew both of us was like, "Hey, she's looking for a comedian." And so you hired me to do the opening, which was your birthday party, too. And then we've been friends ever since. Yep. Um, I mean, we're not best friends, but. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> She's not even listening. No, we have, we have a secret one. guest in the in the. Uh, in the back, in, in, the, in the back, in the, the back of the the, the, the studio <laughs> right now, and I gave her side eye, but um, <laughs> no, but but Mercedes and I have been been really good for the last year, and so when she decided to have this one year anniversary, um, I helped her get all that together, and that was really fun. I mean, I know it wasn't it as just big fell as together wanted, perfectly. No. But it was dope. I yeah, thought it was it really was, dope. I was proud. It of you. was. Um, we did expect a bigger turnout, but um, I don't know if I mentioned it to you actually. We did get a handful of new clients that day, but actually the next day, whenever I logged in onto all of our platforms, 
we had, I mean, damn near 50 new followers on everything. So Word. people were definitely watching the lives and, you so know, they didn't had get heard the ribs, about it. But yeah, exactly. The <laughs> I didn't get the food, but. Oh, shout out to, uh, shout out to Ren. Oh my Martin, goodness. Ren Martin. Yes. That was, bomb. that was, yeah, that's the magician behind the, the smoked meat. It was delicious. Um, so thing. people who know me and for those who don't know me and are just watching organically, I'm just a very resourceful person. So if you're like, <laughs> do you know a guy? I probably know a guy. Oh, for sure. Girl. She knows or a guy. Or a person. Mm-hmm. For I just know, sure. a, I know a human that does a thing. So You're the Morgan Freeman of the free world. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I say? I, I say it's because I'm a mom. Like I'm also, I'm also the mom who has everything in my purse, right? <laughs> so like if it's not my purse, it's in my car. But like band-aids, floss, like That's pins, why I can't keep yeah. a big purse because I... I will guarantee well, if I is, need something one time, then I go home, I put it in my purse, exactly. and then I never need it again. This and then I go to clean out my small. purse, and I've got, you know, a, a thing of Q-tips, and yeah. a thing of dental floss, and a thing of... <laughs> I don't have as much as I used to, but yeah, like, I, I kind of have something for everyone. I've always been like that, so... Mm-hmm. Well, we kind of, like, moved into, like, our next section, which is uh, called What It Do. It's just our interview section, so... Um, so now we have some questions for you and then you have the opportunity if you want to do turntables, which is just your, you know, if you want to ask us some questions. So okay. do you want to ask the first question? Mm. No, everybody's kind of once. <laughs> okay, so like, I'll go to like that third one right there. Oh, no, number five. Um, how'd you get into uh, doing tattoo? Oh, this is everybody's first question. Um, honestly, my, it sounds corny, but the truth is God... I mean, I went to school for medical. My whole family's in medical in some way, some form. And um, I actually was a surgical tech for, what, five and a half, six years um, before I started tattooing full time. But it just, it kind of just organically happened. Like I was, um, I have a bucket list of things that I want to learn how to do and places I want to go. Um, and that was one of my things on my list is I wanted to be a 60, 70 year old lady and telling her grandkids this one time I did a really cool tattoo and here's a picture of it. Um, but like any other art form, there's definitely an adjustment uh, to learning new media. You know, the skin is not paper, it's not canvas. Um, and every piece of, you know, skin is different. Every person, every, you know, it's a different color. It's a different elasticity. It's a different, Mm. has different lymph tissue inside of it. So it swells or it doesn't swell or it bleeds or it doesn't bleed or, and it just took, it took years to get to that point where I did that tattoo. That was the one which, um, to drop the mic, you know, like, okay, I can finish now, but I was nine and a half years in, (laughs) you know? And so I, There was a period of time where I was working full time at the hospital um, and then was also tattooing and and working pretty much building clientele um, for almost full time hours outside of the hospital. Um, And then I I left one hospital. I became a traveling surgical tech where I could choose my own schedule. So I started doing uh, 312s so that I could tattoo the other days of the week. And I never intended to do this full time. I never intended this to be a career. I never intended to be it just it just worked out. It just, this is just what I meant to do. Um, and every door that opens along the journey that I just happened to take, um, it was always the right time. I mean, even the day I got my business license was two days before they shut the, I drove back and forth, back and forth. Cause I didn't want to be mobile anymore. And I um, was running a room and, or I wanted to run a room in this uh, friend of mine's uh, esthetician place. And I was like, well, what do I need? You just need a business license and insurance. You know, how do I get that? 
oh, we got to contact them and then you got to get this from them and you got to get this from them and this from them. And so I just took the next day off at the hospital and I drove down to Olympia and back to Tacoma and they sent me back to Olympia and they sent me back to Tacoma. But I'm that type of person. I just want to get it all done. And uh, the following Monday actually is when they shut everything down for I think it was Tuesday. They shut everything down for COVID. So I'm going to double down on that question and say beyond tattooing itself, Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of people that tattoo. Right. How did you decide to open up uh, a shop of your own? Oh, um, it happened really quickly. um, And again, kind of organically. Um, I had only been tattooing full time for... About six months at the time, I was running a, a small room out of uh, another place uh, down in Fircrest. And I had an apprentice. I had an assistant, somebody who did my Emily, um, who did all my scheduling shout out because she really was my rock during building this whole process. And we kind of just outgrew this little room. And yeah. I could tell that we were kind of getting on other um, renters nerves by, you know, just being around all the time. Clients coming and going. We worked. We were there more than anybody else. Um And so I kind of said something to Emily in a conversation about maybe owning a shop or finding another place. And so she kind of took it upon herself as she does, which is amazing because sometimes you just need that push, you know, and um, she started looking at places because so many places at the time had gone out of business and this and that and were renting for really good deals. And actually the shop that we are in now was not what we were there to look at. There was actually a, a unit further down the hall that was more towards our price range and just a little bit bigger than the room that we were in and about a third of the size of the shop now. And we got there um, and started walking down the hall to that unit and we passed our unit. And um, if you haven't been there before, you definitely should stop by. It's beautiful. Um, We passed the front unit. It's a storefront. I mean, a street front. And it, I mean, you just walk in and it, they had just cleaned and cleared out. I guess it was a tattoo shop right before we were in there too. Oh, I guess really? they were only open for like two months, oh. but there was a tattoo shop in there before us as well. And they had just finished kind of repainting the walls and, you know, cleaning everything and whatnot. And we passed it in the hallway and I just looked and it was a beautiful day and the light was shining in on this just gorgeous space. And I just knew, I was like, wait, hold up. What's that? Like, what's going in there? You know? And, and I didn't even look at the other unit, you know, it was like, we walked in and, kind of did a spin around. I'm like, this feels like it's mine so already. Let's, let's talk about um, uh, the name of your shop is Artichoke Inc., right? <laughs> is it Arti- I, knew, Artichoke? I knew you were going to do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> it is not Artichoke. What is it? it? Is what is it? Autotroph. Autotroph Inc. Autotroph So explain Inc. what Autotroph means. So an Autotroph is any type of plant that has the capability of taking a non-organic compound. So in chemistry, non-organic compounds being... Um, you know, carbon dioxide, nitrogen, things that don't create water or food for us as humans and animals. So plants that have the capability of taking those non-organic compounds and reorganizing them to uh, create nutrients and water and whatnot for human and animal consumption. Right. Um, And so I just, I thought about it. I knew for sure that I wanted a ton of plants in my shop. I love plants. I can't have too many at my house uh, because I have a cat who swings from them and eats them and makes herself sick and throws up in my bed. I wake up and I have a pile of, you know, chewed up lettuce. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I can't keep them at home, but I knew for sure I wanted a ton of plants in the shop. Um, So I started, you know, and my team and I were trying to think of a name. We were trying to think of a name and everything we thought of, we Googled it and there'd be 10 of them, five of them in the area, you know? And so um, I started looking up 
plant vocabulary. And that was like right at the top of the list. And I just thought to myself, before I even looked it up, I was like, what is Autotroph Inc. Autotroph Inc. That's kind of, that kind of has a ring to it. And I looked it up and the definition was perfect because as artists, you know, we take the same needles and we take the same ink and we're able to get to know people, our clients on a very personal level in this very intimate time that we spend with these people and, and really create something for them that is original and individual for that person. And so I just thought it fit. And I know I joked about it being artichoking because that's just the <laughs> just just the backstory for the for the listeners and the viewers. Uh, this weekend at the anniversary party, one of the other comedians who who you've been friends with for a long time, we were joking about how some people can't <laughs> say autotroph, um, or some people forget or like they get confused by the name. But I really love that. And and one of the reasons that I think for me why I wanted you on the show and why I think that. I, I mean, I could have come to your shop and just done that show and then got the tattoo that I got later and then left. Right? I'm glad but, you didn't. Um, Honestly, look at us a year no, later. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> glad that I didn't either. But even though like I'm so much older than you, but I I was attracted to so much. your fuck off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, like you're I was even older. A, I was. I know, I know right, <laughs> Grandpa? Um, Old head, young mind. Before before I forget this. At the fucking Blink-182 concert, this motherfucker and Juan Forno, who is only 30, but looks about 55, called me mom the whole time <laughs> that we were there. <laughs> I don't appreciate that. Oh, yeah, just because I'm the one who bought the tickets and drove and did all the things because I'm the responsible one. It does not make me your fucking mom. <laughs> Some respect on my name. It was funny. Anyways, back back to Mercedes. <laughs> An auto choke ink. <laughs> auto choke. Um, the 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 thing that I think attracted me to Mercedes and Auto Choke Ink um, is a um, she the birthday that I was there for and the the and I mean the opening party was her thirtieth birthday and I just thought as a young um, a young, beautiful, um, you know, single, hard work working woman. I really appreciated that. You know, there's there's lots of white men in this world that do a thing, right? But like, you're very young, you're very pretty. There's a lot of like, please don't I, stop. I feel like this. I feel like this generation <laughs> spends a lot of time looking at women and thinking that women just want to get something from men. You know what I'm saying? And that. Pretty women will just find a guy who will take care of them and whatever. And like you, you are like a complete package of a human, you know? Yeah. And so you're, you're talented and your, uh, your hustle is real. And you're also honest that you're still learning the ropes. I mean, I'm, I have a lot of business experience and I have a lot of organizational experience and I love that we could talk about that and you're open to hearing my ideas. Yeah. I know you have other people, um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, that one help, of my help favorite that, things I love to it. say this last year, I think is I don't know what I don't know. Right. You know, mm -hmm. I didn't go to school for business. I didn't go to school. I went to school for surgery. You know, I, this is what I, that's what I know. And I've worked in corporate before I went to school, you know, for, for medical. I, but it was always in the medical field. I mm -hmm. processed medical records right. or I was a CNA or, um, and so this is all new to me. I mean, and, and, and it was a huge slap in the face. You know, it was like, we're getting slapped when we first opened, we were getting slapped for fines and things because I didn't have 
certain inspections done or I didn't have, I hadn't, didn't file this thing wow. over here and whatnot. And it's like, I, nobody told me I had to, right. you know, I just right. thought I, I, I got a place. I paid the money for the place and I got, you know, some people and I do this thing together. And, yeah. and it has been um, definitely <laughs> a huge learning curve and some days are way more frustrating than others, but um, I definitely don't regret it. But yeah, it, it's, it, you don't know what you don't know. But you're also don't, you also don't bring an ego, uh, uh, that I've ever seen you don't bring an ego like, it's a like privilege. my shop and I you know I'm I, I don't know I just I love that you um I love that you're constantly learning and that you you are aware uh, that you don't know everything and that but you're gonna figure it out I feel like it's a privilege to be around people who are smarter than me you know what I'm saying like I there's no challenge like what is there to challenge if you can teach me something I'm gonna be so much more I mean, I'm drawn to a lot of people, but if I, I like to learn, you know, I, I that's something I never want to stop doing, yeah. no matter what the field is, no matter what part of life that entails, you know, and, yeah. and some people can teach you in more ways than one, you know, and um, I do. I, I, I really enjoy learning and it definitely has has helped these last, I would say, you know, especially several months having the people who have kind of naturally organically come into my life and helped. um helped the process, you yeah. know, just, just because they want to, I mean, right. because they want to see me succeed. I mean, I have supporters that are 10 years old and I have, you know, I'm not 10 years old, but I have supporters who are, yeah. you know, 10 year old friends right. of mine and clients of mine. And then I have, you know, friends who are three months of mm -hmm. that are huge supporters. And it, it's just, um, it's dope. <laughs> let's talk, a, um, just briefly, let's talk a little bit about Mercedes, like the human, like, where did you grow up? Ooh. whatever you're comfortable telling us okay um um I am from Atlanta originally oh, okay. outside of Atlanta Marietta um we moved up here when I was eight my sister had just been born I think she was two weeks old uh, my mom moved us up here because she needed um just support her sister was here and had just gotten married and so we moved up here and we moved around a lot um when we got up here we kind of stayed more in the federal way Auburn Kent Renton area. Um, and once my mom got married, that changed all, you know, we did that loop a couple of times and then it was, um, out to Bonnie Lake from federal way. And then from there it was back to federal way. And, um, it was just all over the place. It was a lot of moving. Um, definitely have a kind of a gypsy, I feel like personality now. I also was raised as a witness, as a Jehovah's witness. Oh. Um, and so I, uh, my mom was disfellowshipped for a lot of my childhood from the yeah. congregation. And so there was a lot of, um, a lot of children in the hall, in the kingdom hall that either weren't allowed to, or didn't want to associate with me because of my mother's standing. And then I wasn't, because my mom was always trying to become active again. Um, I also wasn't allowed to like join sports or school things or have friends from school. So I have like one friend growing up, <laughs> you know, and so um, let's be clear. So within the Jehovah's Witness church, your mom did something that kind of made her like she was shunned yes. by the church. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. Um, I don't like that. I don't I mean, I don't like that about religion. I'm, I, I think it's a deeper conversation. I think, I think I'm a very spiritual person and I do feel like the more I have um, come to know, I, I, it's not that I actively practice, uh, being a Jehovah's Witness mm -hmm. anymore, but those morals and those roots um, do still stand uh, within. It's a lot of my character. Got it. Um, I don't really celebrate holidays. I'm every once in a while, I might dress up for something, even just for, because of dressing up, you know. Right. Um, but I, the the I guess the reasons behind the celebrations of certain things, I, I 
I don't support. I don't believe in. I don't, um, you know, so I don't know. I, I don't practice anymore. I do, do feel like I'm a very spiritual person. And the more that I have come to um, understand myself and love myself, my relationship with God has become much stronger um, than ever before. But I just and, think it's sad that you just said your mom was shunned for something. So the other kids didn't want to mess with you because of what you're, I mean, like well, that, we also moved a lot and a we also, you know what I'm saying? Like that's it true. just, you know, and I, I was really young. So I, it, there, it, there's just a lot of, that's a longer conversation than we have on the, on the, for today. But, um, so I, I don't, I mean, I understand, so, you know, the, the shunning and I, but I also was raised that way. And, right. and like I said, we could probably talk about another time and, and on a different, you know, but do you think that affected like how you make relationships now? I definitely, definitely. Um, I wouldn't say now at this point in my life, I think, um, like I said, I was, I just kind of have more of a gypsy personality. Mm -hmm. A lot of the people in my life are because have come into my life either through work and like one person stuck. Like I've been a friend that I've been the new friend in a lot of friend groups over my life. And, um, like I'll kind of meander over here maybe I'm dating someone or maybe I'm hanging out with a friend from work and, or a group of coworkers or something for a while. Um, or I'm in school with a group or, you know, something like that. And then there's always like the one friend from each group that just we lock in. Um, and so now I have, you know, like I said, I have my team and they don't all know each other or anything like that. But um, I, I don't really have a friend group. I don't really, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I do, I feel like these days it's easier for me because I, it, it's more organic. I'm not looking for it. I'm not craving it. You know, I'm not uh, a lonely teenager anymore. Yeah. I'm not a lonely kid anymore. Um <laughs> Do you, were you raised with religion? I know that like religion so, was important. So like lady. I was raised like in the Baptist community mm -hmm. and then kind of got kind of became a thug. But then like when the time that um, like after after uh, after my my first wife left the second time mm -hmm. and I was I was staying with my well. buddy. Well, <laughs> like OG. But uh, uh, she. She left and I uh, was staying with a buddy and his mom. And and so that she got me into church. Oh, okay. All and right. so then that that was a whole uh story behind that, you know, and right. So that I was really super involved. So you were and then you were and then you were again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see I have a weird kind of relationship with with that too, because my dad was the oldest of eight Catholic kids. Mm. Um, he married my mom who was not Catholic and that was very controversial. Um, they had me and my brother, we were the first two grandkids and we were not baptized Catholic, very controversial. Um, and then they, like, we didn't go to catechism class. We, we never, we weren't really raised in the church. It was weird because we lived next door to my dad's grandmother, was the matriarch of our big Catholic family. So we did go to church on like holidays and stuff, but we were never, we were never raised in the church. Mm. My mom, uh, I, don't, I think they were just kind of like generally Christian. But then when I moved from Northern to Southern California, when I was in junior high, I actually started going to like a Christian youth group to try and make friends. Mm. But I knew early on, I was like, I don't feel authentic here. And now That's that I'm an is, adult, yeah. you guys know, like, being authentic is really important to me, yeah. just right. being yeah. who I am. Right. So early on, I was like, oh, they're saying for me. Yeah. Um, and right. then for a while, I, I considered myself atheist. I didn't think there was anything. Um, and now I kind of consider myself agnostic or just mostly spiritual. Like, there might be something out there. Uh, you know, if I'm totally wrong and, you know, there is a one God or whatever, um, 
I hope I was a good enough person to still get into heaven if that's what happens. Um, I honestly believe, and I don't talk about this a lot, but um, I I'm, I think I kind of more believe like the, the Greek mythology. Like I believe there's mm. multiple gods. Like, I, mm. and that's where like a lot of my tattoos are from, right? Like especially right. this this whole leg. Um, I, I believe in that more um, probably than anything, but. Yeah. Interesting where religion I, I think I think for, you know I just want to say this for me for for me I was trapped in like addiction mm-hmm. before I got back into religion and then I became trapped in a religion at the at, at, later on religion yeah. is a good substitute for addiction for a lot right, of people right, that's right. why you see a lot of born again people um born again Christians are former addicts yeah I want to tap into something you said about um when you were joined a youth group to make friends and didn't feel like you could be your authentic self. I just didn't feel like I believed in their God. I was like, this is some BS. Mm. And I felt like it was me taking a spot that maybe somebody else should have. And like, I'm just like, I'm, I don't feel this way, the way that these Mm. people feel. You know, so it's just a weird thing. And I just was like, I'm not going to do this. I felt that a lot. It was hard for me to make friends, even even long after my mom was reinstated and married and Mm -hmm. both of them were in great standing. And I was still I was baptized, you know, when I was what 15, Um, I was baptized in the congregation. And, um, you know, and I still had the Jehovah Witnesses. mm -hmm. Okay, And so I had a you know, I did have a group of friends and whatnot, but it it never um, some of them I'm still really, really close to still in contact with. but a lot of it for me is just, I mean, even as a kid, just never feeling like I could be my authentic self and be accepted and loved. I never got a lot of that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so it, whether it was um, the crazy outfits I would wear and not crazy like sexual, but crazy like I just had my own style. I had my own flair. I had and it wasn't any it wasn't any like anything, anybody else's, not got in my it. family, not in the congregation. And it and it was. It was uh pinpointed you know and eagle-eyed and it was cautious and it was it was just this so I, I feel like especially leaving I feel like um I don't consider myself part of any religious organization I do feel like my roots once again do go back to um what I what I grew up on and what I know um but also a lot of uh you know I studied Buddhist for a while and 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 whatnot and I just I don't know I I definitely know that there's something that I have a connection with um, but I feel much more authentic now and the friendships that I, um, adopt are much more organic. You know, I like who likes me. Yeah. I don't care about skin color, sexual orientation. What's for me is for me. And, um, that, you know, I, I attract what I attract and that's, that's what I like. <laughs> I like what likes me. <laughs> um, question number seven. Oh yeah. I can ask that. What, what would like in both maybe with your tattoo shop or whatever, what's been your biggest influence in uh, life or in life or in, in business? In life or in business? Um, since the opening of the shop? Just in general. Oh, my biggest who, who, influence. Who do you think is your biggest influence? Who is my biggest influence? Ooh, that's a good one. I kind of, um, if you're talking about artist wise, um, I think it really depends on like the week. <laughs> like I have like a new, I'll, I'll discover new artists. Like, they might be in Sweden. They might be in California. They might be in for like a week. I'm obsessed with them. Like I'm on their page. I'm learning, like I'm watching videos. I'm learning what supplies they use, what techniques they use. I'm watching them work. I'm looking at their styles and, and trying to figure out how they designed it, how they planned it. Um, 
but then, you know, then I'll run into something else and then that will distract me. And a lot of it too is based on what, whatever I'm working on this week, um, what I'm designing up that I, that I want to, um, shadow a specific type of style or whatnot and then doing the research on that. Um, but I, I don't know if I have a person who has influenced me more than another. I have had, um, friends who have come together and helped me in such tremendous ways and, and such, um, I mean, uh, like, I can't repay you type of way because that's how much it means. You know, my, I have Lauren here who just built me a website, which has been this looming thing over my head for God forever. Now it feels like shout out to Lauren. Shout out to Lauren. Um, and she built this website for me. She'd never done it before and she did it. And it's, I mean, it's beautiful. It's better than I could have even imagined. And it was, I didn't realize how much of a weight just that was on my shoulder. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and ever since that went live, um, autotrophinc.com ever since that went live, um, we have been getting phone calls and we've been getting more and more, um, you know, we just have been much more in the map. Right. And so that was, I didn't realize how big it, that was. And that was something that I was kind of dreading and just pushing back, pushing back, pushing back. But now I realize it's probably something I should have done a long time ago. Um, but it's here now. So it's okay. Um, you know, and then just like, again, with you, you know, you've helped me in so many different ways, especially again, with this one year anniversary party, like there's no way. There's no way once I decided to actually do it, we were less than two weeks to the day to plan this and promote this. And which we I mean, will never do again, which we will never do again. I mean, <laughs> if we're open into like nine years, we might have a 10 year anniversary. No, but I think that we should do things. So we just need to plan better, uh, like maybe more than two weeks. Out. Yeah. And there was there's personal reasons behind that. I, I I was planning months ago. I mean, we were talking about doing a, um, some kind of events. And then something happened in my personal life where I wasn't sure if it would be a good call um, for safety reasons. Um, and then, you know, after talking to a couple of people and them just basically saying like, you know what, one year is the first year is the hardest. This is something to celebrate. Yeah. You deserve this. Yeah. You're damn right. You know what? Yeah. You're damn right. right. I sure do. Like I've been hustling hard. Like I deserve right. this. Like right. we're here. We are still here. Right. We are still standing. And um yeah. And so we did. We decided to celebrate. And I could not have done that without you. I mean, it just the lineup, the 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 connections. And, and I literally I mean, within a day we had a flyer and we had a plan. And that's not something that I can ever repay you for. Or that's not something that I could have done myself. I was so overstimulated with everything that it was just like, OK, maybe we won't do this. <laughs> you know? No, but I, I mean, and that's the thing is. And, and again, it goes back to what I was saying earlier about you is that I appreciate that you're like. You're not like, hey, can you help me do a thing? And then everything I threw out, you're like, no, I don't like that. Or no, you're like, okay, yes. You know what I'm saying? You're very open. You're very like, um, you're very easy to work with. So I was like, I okay, this is, I, this is, you know, like I have this tables. Like I have, when we were talking about, for instance, um, she wanted comedy, right? So I was like, well, you could pay the comedians or you could just, you could just give them shop credit, which do a trade. Only I'm always down to barter. Time. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I and wish that, we would go back to a bartering system. Exactly. Can I just and, and, that, like, and that's, and that's what worked. And when I, when I put it out there that I needed comedians, I only chose comedians who were willing to take the credit to keep money in your pocket. I know your time is worth something, but it's still, you could tattoo at two in the morning. It wouldn't matter that you're, you have the business, right. you know what I'm saying? You have the time, you have the skill. And then that's right. saving you money and still getting what you needed from right. the comedians. And, you know, um, and everybody's happy. And you were just easy going about everything. Um, and so I really appreciate that. And it makes me want to help you because I know you're going to listen to my influence. You know, thank you and for I saying that. that. I do. I, I, uh, 
you first of all, you always have great ideas. Like you don't have a lot of ideas that it's because I'm old. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um, you live and you learn, you know, um, but you, you don't have a lot of bad ideas, you know, and I feel like we know each other pretty well. So I don't think you're going to shoot something dumb at me anyways. But, um, you know, I, I will say, though, that um, I'm glad that you said that. And a lot of the reason that I'm like, yeah, sounds good. Let's do it is because. This was just something extra on top of an already completely overheaping plate of responsibilities that I have. I only have one other artist in the shop. I just lost another artist. Um, I have two apprentices that we do lesson plans each week. And we're, we have they have clients that I have to shadow each week on top of my clients, you know, having a full schedule. And then, you know, and, and the promotion behind the scenes and the this is and the that is and the designing and the paying the bills and, and making these phone calls to figure out why Stereocycle still hasn't picked up our needles. And they've charged <laughs> me every month since April and we still haven't gotten our sharps container, you know, like so right. there's so much else heaping on my plate at all times that it's hard sometimes to make those decisions that seem frivolous, but are not frivolous. Like I want this to be a great event, but it's almost like, uh, yeah, that sounds great. That sounds great. That sounds great. And luckily you just didn't come to me with any bad ideas. So it made it easy. Well, I'm a, <laughs> me, I'm a really big believer in karma mm. and I'm a really big believer that what you put out in the world, you're going to get back. And mm -hmm. it might, what I, what I give you, as, I certainly hope so. As the, the <laughs> shop artist, you know, as a shop owner and my tattoo friend, whatever, and as my friend, my homegirl, right? Like what I give you, you might not be able to ever give me back necessary in certain ways, but I will get that from someone else in a different way. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that happen so many times in my life that I, I, I'm really big on karma. And, and you'll see this in a lot of my hashtags, specifically on Facebook. I, I hashtag celebrate your friends a lot. And I hashtag, I want everyone to win. Mm, and I mean that. Facts. You know what I'm saying? There are very facts. few people in this world that I wouldn't share something that I saw. I, just read I something have big I said, shows on a, on a Saturday night, but I'm still sharing other people's show on Saturday yeah. night because there's enough we comedy all can to go win. around. Absolutely. Yeah, I just yes. saw something and said, uh, only people at the bottom compete. The people at the top are working together. They're sitting and, at a table, and, you know? And that's, and that's a big personal philosophy for me. Um, and, and the other side of that is, honestly, um, I've always done more for people than they could do for me, mm. right? But when I did your show a year ago, we talked about a certain amount of credit that I was going to get because I said, you don't have to pay me. Just give me tattoo credit, right? Because mm -hmm. I had some work right. to do. And the first tattoo that we ever did was beyond what that credit was. And when I was like, how much do, you, do I owe you, right? Because it's like X amount. But then that, you know, let's say for whatever it was, let's say you said you were going to pay me 50 bucks, but the tattoo was $200. So I would owe you 150 right? right? But what you mm -hmm. said you were, what we worked out in credit, I know that that tattoo is more than that. And when I was like, well, what else do I owe you? And you're like, nothing. And that right there spoke to your character. And so for me, I was like, she's worth investing in because she's, she understands a that mutual reciprocation. You know of what I'm course, saying? Yeah. And so that's why from that very first time, and I never told you this, but that's why from the very first time, A, I haven't seen any other artists and there are other artists here that I love, right? But I haven't seen any other artists for work and B, you know, I have put money in your pocket because we've course, done yeah, it. You know, we did a, a big piece on my leg that would, you know, took 17 different 
<laughs> 17 different visits because I'm a bitch when it comes to tattoos on my legs these days. But, um, you know, I've put money in your pocket, but that very first one when you were like nothing. And I'm like, okay, I accepted it, which normally I don't, but I accepted it. But I was like, she's a real one, you know, and I appreciated that. And Thank so you. that's what makes me want to invest in you. And that's why when we were talking about guests, we have a list of different kind of people that we wanted, but I was like, I want to bring her on because this last weekend was big. He was there, you know, Rob came and, and hung out with us and, and kind of saw how things were. And, um, and I, I want to promote you and the shop, you know, I don't feel like all income is monetary. You know what I'm saying? Like there are ways that okay. I have benefited this year. There are ways that I've benefited this year because of the quality of people that have come into my life. Um, mm. and kind of, Going shout back out to your to me question, and Lauren Rivera. <laughs> shout out to you <laughs> and some others. Um, but you know, back going back to your question, as far as my biggest influence, honestly, my clients. I would say, mm. you know, just the support, um, the types of people. I mean, we we I, I get to work with people from all types of life, all walks of life. You know what I'm saying? And and like I said, mentioned earlier, it's very intimate time you're spending with somebody. You're skin to skin. You're um, you, most tattoos really do have a deep meaning, whether we understand it or not, right. um, looking at it, you know, whether it's something I would put on my body or not, it means something to you. And it might not, it's not just about my name and it is about my name, but at the same time, I wouldn't want to put something on you that you're not going to be happy with forever. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, shout out to my clients because I, I promise you once they come into our shop and they meet our team and they, um, share that experience, with us, with me, with Caitlin, with our apprentices, we have a great fucking team. Um, you know, once they share that experience, we don't lose clients. So you know what I'm saying? And and definitely that is probably my biggest influence. Getting to work in different styles, getting to I don't, you know, I thought for a long time I really put a lot of pressure on myself on what am I gonna specialize in? I need to pick a specialty, I need to focus, I need to focus. But I like to learn, like I said. So I I, you know, I deal with um clients who want everything from realism to literally anime, you know what I'm saying? Right. And 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 the watercolor to um, you know, just all gray wash scales. And we're working in 30 different colors of grays and blacks and whites and um, it really is all over the place. And I feel like it has helped me as a person, as an artist, getting to know these people and, and having the ability to learn and adapt and, and change up styles and hear these stories and be a part of now this story with these people. Yeah. Well, that actually, that was going to be my next question. Um, well, f first of all, we don't have to talk about this, but I can only imagine that having the internet must make it so much better like you get to see people's work from all over the world oh, like yes. you said so that must be really cool a lot of yeah a lot of influence but, but a shout out to you um or just to let like our viewers and our and our people know like um what do you specialize there's one thing in particular that you specialize in and I want people to know that because people look for that all the time so what do you specialize in <laughs> I specialize in cover-ups yes um Ooh. the cover-ups doesn't mean that it's <laughs> no this was well, also that but yes but so with that, what's a like? Tell us a good cover up story. Like a like somebody walks in, you know, like the worst. Like no, tell them what you do with scooter. Uh -huh. Okay, so, I mean maybe there's something more impressive out there, but no, that I is. I mean that it. is that was, that's a good one to tell. So, so scooter, shout out to scooter. Shout He's out to scooter. He is another comedian. He is a dear friend of mine. He, him and his his kid, they're all family. Yes. Um, um, I remember I did my first tattoo on him, uh, in his, in his kitchen when I was mobile and I remember him and it was something so basic. It was just like, it was some mixture between an anime symbol and the Gemini symbol. 
Um, and it's funny because we're both Gemini's. So of course, we clicked really well. Um, but he he wanted it to look like it was uh, like brick on a wall. Mm-hmm. You know, he wanted it to look like distressed brick. And I, he must have asked me 20 times beforehand, like, are you sure you can do this? Like, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, you got this, right? Like, are you sure you know how you like, but you know, I'm dark skin. Do you work on dark skin? And, um, and it, so it was really funny. But um, so he actually has been in the tattoo game and getting tattoos for a very long time. And he is he's from very old. Yeah, he is old. <laughs> I think he's just from what? 51? He is actually older yeah. than me. Yeah, he's <laughs> exactly. 51. He looks like he's like 24. Yeah. No, no, yeah he he does. In his 50s. Yeah. Um, so he uh, he came from Philly <laughs> and he had, um, he, he has a lot of tattoos. I don't think there's a single, actually there is. There's one tattoo that he has on his body that we have not covered yet. And we are actually scheduled next week to cover it. But like um, the, the the one I'm talking about is his back. So, so he, he had, had his yes, whole back so tattooed. So he has his whole back tattooed. Um, he had a Spider-Man, a quote, uh, some other characters, a graveyard and some smoke and whatnot. And um, we covered it with... Uh, more characters. I, I'm not going to pretend to know the names of all the characters, but we covered it. There's a Yoda. No, you covered his whole back. His entire back. His entire back. His entire back. So, yeah. um, I and don't it, know. I mean, it, it's it's great. I, 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 I can't can, even. Maybe I we can send can't those. Even deny it. Maybe we can send the pictures, the before and after picture. I don't know. Absolutely. If, if, no, could you add those in like at the end? Yes. Okay, cool. So we can send those pictures and then at the end of our, our video podcast, and you we'll put them on our website too. Okay. Just as an example of like before and after, because that is huge. I mean, t- yeah, cover-ups, it was, it was, there dope. are a lot of people that do cover ups. And, and I'm not going to say like you're the best cover up artist ever in the world, but that was phenomenal to look at. Thank yeah. you. And one of my tattoos, actually, I had an old dragon that I got with a friend when I was like 19, which I still know her, but we're not friends and we're not best friends anymore. And, um, and we covered that up. I have a whole sports theme tattoo that, that Mercedes did. And we covered up with a big baseball, um, RIP to the Oakland A's. (laughs) That was last episode, but still, I'm hurting. Um, but like, you can tell that it was there, you know, so... But scooters, that back thing is really impressive. So I, I just like want to make sure we talk about it. You know, I feel like the more difficult. So the conversation that I have during the consultation for any cover up is we literally I know that everybody, you know, most artists don't maybe don't like doing. Cover, I don't know what their excuse is. I'm not going to pretend to know. I to be honest, I for a long time, I was the only tattoo artist I knew. I didn't shadow anybody. <laughs> I taught myself. Um, I didn't work in a shop. You know what I'm saying? I was the only artist that I knew. And so I just did what made sense to me when I was teaching myself to do these things. And so with cover-ups, you know, I hear these stories all the time about people who print out something and they just place it on top and here we go. Um, or oh, black rose. That's a, that's a, another one that's very popular. Oh, we can cover it with a black rose. We can do a black rose. You can cover anything with anything as long as the client, you are open to artistic freedom in that. So it might not be the style that you were imagining, but if you say you want to cover this with this, we can make that work. Um, And I I really do enjoy a challenge. So the bigger, the better. (laughs) So before we, um, we only have a few minutes left because we, this is a much bigger conversation than I I even expected. So I love it. Um, Do you, well, Real quick, one sentence. Tell us something that people would be surprised to know about you. One sentence? Yeah. Surprised to know about me? Fun fact. A fun fact. Um, oh, my gosh. I just drew a blank. I don't think I'm that interesting. <laughs> I think most people are surprised when they find out my name is Mercedes and I tattoo. I think that's kind of... Is that your real name? 
That is my real name. <laughs> and, and, her, and her Mercedes ends with a Z. Yes, I it does. I think that's interesting. Is that the yes, real spell? Like, okay. Yeah, that is. I had to ask. Too. Yeah, that, that's my real name. <laughs> okay, Mercedes um, with a Z. I don't feel like I'm that interesting. I don't know. You have to get to know her. You have to pay her well, for Lauren, her Lauren, what's something interesting about come me? Get, I, I, like, I love to cook. If I, okay, I think that's probably my second passion. Some days, even my first over tattooing. I love to cook and I can cook my ass off. So she's making dinner for us soon. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any questions for us? Turn tables before we move on. I'm, you know, I've been wondering for a while, actually, Allison, you, you have grown so quickly and so much and you are a face in so many clubs in the area from here to Seattle as a comedian. What do you think your future looks like in comedy? I know you mentioned something oh about your, your leaving your your state job that you've been with for a while. So is that something that... Fun fact that nobody knew oh, about shit. me. I'm we're, sorry. Not, we're not talking about next week. Well, okay. it doesn't matter because we're going to... This won't air till after that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I left my job. <laughs> Surprise. So, um, I'm not leaving my job for comedy, though. I'm leaving my job because I hate my job. But, but well, um, I just mean, you know, and but that's kind of what happened. I don't know. When I became a full-time tattoo artist. Yeah, like I, I went know. on a three-week vaca- vacation on accident. And then one day I came back to start a new contract. And when the alarm went off at 4 a.m., I said, no, never again. And I never stepped foot in another hospital. <laughs> I think for me, and probably Rob can answer the same question. As far as comedy goes, you know, I started later in life. Um, I'm not the funniest person out there, but I work really, really hard. Um... I'm going to do comedy until it doesn't feel good anymore. Hmm. I like that. You know, that. And, and like some of my- So you don't in- have a goal of like owning your own club or no, traveling to no. other- Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I would love to travel. Um, although I consider Nate Jackson's my home club. Um, you know, I'm getting more opportunities at other clubs and um, I'm going to go where I'm wanted. Hmm. Um uh, some of my biggest, influ- you know, my biggest mentors, um, you know, Bo Blast and Robert Cashmore specifically have said like, you know, producing is probably your, your, your biggest strength and is mm. in your future. Um, but I also want to be good at comedy. So, um, I, I don't know. I don't have a goal necessarily in that way. I do want to do more festivals. Juan Forno, um, uh, who we're going to have on, on the pod at some point. He's from Canada. He actually, he lives here. He works here for a non-comedy related company, but he owns Craft Island, you know, um, comedy, which is, which they run like 20 plus shows a month up there in Canada, which is where he's from. And they do a comedy festival there. So doing more festivals would be good. Being a regular, like solid feature where I'm working at least one or two weekends a month, um, as a feature for the weekend would be, that'd be a good goal. Being able to travel, maybe somebody taking me on the road, you know, I think it will be huge to me when, um, Nate Jackson takes me on the road sometime. You know, I, I that would be that would be big to me to to go with Nate, travel with Can him. I ask, so, so I'm not. Know. I'm I'm just starting to get into the comedy world. Um, this last year again, knowing you and and with Lauren. Um, when you say go on the road, do you mean like as his opener yeah. at his shows? So go and on, stuff, either or? as an opener or as a um as a feature. So like okay. for instance, at Nate Jackson's, he might the weekend that I featured for Shang, which you came, um Shang comes by himself. So Nate supplies the opener, the host, you know, the the any guest spots, the feature. So I was the feature that weekend because that's what Nate chose. Sometimes comedians come with their whole team. Sometimes they'll come with just a uh, feature. Sometimes they'll come with just a host. So, you know, the club fills in the 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 
the empty spots. Sometimes there are no empty spots. There are nights at Nate's where nobody from here, nobody local open, you know, is even so on the stage. Man, like a one one person show. One, yeah. No, it's not a one person show. They just bring their own team. Got you. Wow. So okay. they bring how their you, own team. How do you feel about that? I mean, in the club, like how does the staff feel about that? Or the comedians, oh, I the home I mean, comedians? I don't work at the club, so I don't know. Oh, well, how I does think, that make you feel as a, like, as, as a comedian? I would just like to be there. I mean, if there's someone that's there, for instance, I uh, I just got asked by the booker at Tacoma Comedy Club to send a tape because Godfrey, who is a huge comedian uh, and very popular and travels all over and actually, yeah, it's a different story, but mm. um, he wants to look at some tapes to, to book an opener for him in two weeks. Ooh, so the exciting. fact that I was even considered by the booker at TCC to be considered by Godfrey, you know, am I the strongest comedian out there? Maybe not. But I know I, I think I it's host, all relative. I, I mean, com- a lot. Comedy is art. It's another form of art. You know, so, I think you're funny to who you're funny to. Yeah. Just like and, some people yeah. like color and some people don't. It's it's very <laughs> subjective. But just to just to start getting in those opportunities, I'm not even two years in. That's big to me, you know. So I don't really have any goals other than like to keep growing and and to keep doing this. I love it. You know, yeah. I, I, I love it. Even the drama, even the high school behavior behind the scenes sometimes and whatever. Like, that's that's how I feel. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of, if you're going to ask, yeah, same. Uh, I don't want to stay here. I want to at least try to grow yeah. at, and get better. Uh, I'm probably never going to leave my job. Right. <laughs> Until I retire. You have a good job. You know, I have a really good job. I'm not going to, now maybe after I retire, I can travel, be a traveling comedian in my yeah. 70s or whatever. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't. Crazier things have been done. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I enjoy it right now. Yeah. And that's how I feel about tattooing. Can I be real? This wasn't supposed to be happening. I don't know if this is good for everything. It was. The universe is you intentional. Know? This yeah. is just. Uh, is there I, anything else you want to ask us before we move on? Um, I don't have anything off the okay. top of my head right now. Uh, let's move to dope or trash. So that's where. You, we each share a topic and we talk about whether oh, it's I dope have one. Or I it's have trash. one. Well, Good. How do we feel about lab-grown meat being authorized for the selling in stores? We How do we feel like about Will Ferrell that? movies, and she's like, "Let's talk science." <laughs> <laughs> lab-grown meat, hundred uh, percent trash. Okay, trash. for me, trash. okay, trash. Trash. I'm a yeah. I think it's big, weird. I think it's scary. <laughs> like I will big. eat mushrooms all day, every day, and be, I can't even say this out loud. Become a vegetarian before I. <laughs> yeah. Knowingly right. eat that shit. Yeah. Facts. Nick, what, do you, what do you think about lab grown meats? Uh, I'm not with that first wave. Uh, maybe a, a few years down the line, I'll, I'll start trying it. But now I'm kind of like a new car, like a new version of car. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe something will change our mind. But right now, no, I don't know that it could. I don't the know. The idea of it. Oh, mm. okay. Do you have one? Uh, yeah, and it's food, kind of food related. Like, as an adult. A glass of milk. Mm. Like drinking a glass of milk, like as an adult. I don't drink milk. So, I mean, I do oat milk like, and almond milk, but I. You know, it is weird. It yeah. doesn't yeah. mean or, or, you know, you're no, right. No, no, no. Like, you're like, right. I want to say like, that I'm not. Because I know, biased. like, growing up, I'm, I mean, I don't know about you, but growing up, we drank. Oh, I was a big milk drinker. Milk drinker. But, like, as an adult now, just drinking a glass of milk after, with dinner. What were you going to say? I mean, I. I, even as a kid, I think milk was more for like cereal and stuff. And not that I didn't like milk. Now I have my own reasons why I don't drink milk and it doesn't really settle with my stomach very mm. well. But 
I want to say that I'm not biased and that if I see, you know, an adult drinking milk, like it's not going to phase me. It's up to you. If you like milk, you like milk, whatever. But I actually saw somebody not too long ago who had just come back from the gym and poured a big old glass of cold milk and just chugged it down and like regular milk. Regular milk, just regular milk. No, no snack, no nothing. Just and then chugged it down and just like with the whole, uh, it was like a got milk commercial. And I just was looking <laughs> like, like a mustache. Yeah, I just was like looking like you're so weird. Like who does that? I, th- I mean, I think it's dope. Like if it's for you, it's for you. It's not for me. I drink almond milk now I will too. Say, I feel like for some reason I remember like milk being almost always colder than water. Like if mm. you know what I mean. Like like a, a glass like of cold milk is like. Yeah, I, I love milk. My dad and I were big milk drinkers, but like it's for me, it's dope if that's your thing. Yeah, it's, it's not dope. my like, thing. Kate, I don't even eat. I don't even really even eat Oreos and yeah, milk anymore. Yeah, Katie gives me so much shit when I, she. Did you drink they, milk? Yeah, oh, I, I, I like my Oreos with um, you're old. orange juice. Like I don't know. I'm a weird. Oh, that's even weird. I like okay. So I like chocolate and orange juice. So like brownies and orange juice or. Whoa. You know, cookie oh, or uh, Oreos and orange juice. <laughs> it's fire. So her best friends, me and Lauren, just gave her mad side eye. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're like, both renegotiating. Don't knock it you try it. I mean, you've never had a chocolate dipped orange, you know? Like, it's, I don't know. Okay, don't we're going to look, drinking a cold glass of milk. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> it's an ingredient, not a drink. Oh, I like, no, I don't know. I like the enthusiasm from yeah. that. <laughs> like, he was waiting for it. Ever been that intense? Oh, you know what? We talked about what, what, last week reusable bags. Oh, yeah. He was just, he went off yeah. for like two minutes on it. So. What's wrong with reusable bags? Not They're good no, for no, the no, planet. We love them. We love them. But okay. we talked about how like they get rid of them at stores now. Oh. Um, let's see. Okay. My doper trash. I think we'll just do one this because we're running okay. out of time. Sorry. My doper trash is um, getting your partner's name tattooed on you. Trash. <laughs> no. That's trash. I, I think that that's set up for failure. That's just set up for failure. Uh, it's, I, You know, it is weird because being in this field, it's like, I'm not going to tell you what not to get. You know what I'm saying? And if, if you are forever, then you're forever, you know? But I do, um, I, that is probably the number one thing that gets covered, that I end up covering. Yeah. I don't know if there's really any science or, you know, karmic energy behind it as far as you're setting yourself up for failure. But, you know, life happens and people fall out in and out of love all the time. Yeah. And um, I can honestly, the only scientific statistical proof I have is that is the number one thing that I cover up. Right. I have one name on me and it is mine. <laughs> I think it's trash too. I don't think I would ever do it. Maybe after we've been like married for 20 years, maybe 50 years, maybe 20 years. If we get to 20 years, I'll put a name on me. I have my daughter's you know? name. See, that's what you do. You put your kids. Yeah. You don't put your, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I don't, I think it's trash. Uh, no. Trizash. Really? Yeah, big trash. He's been uh, married for a long time, so I, I wasn't sure where he would be on that. Well, she had somebody's name tattooed oh! on there. Did she cover it before you married her? Yeah, I didn't. I wouldn't marry her till she covered. I know that's right. I I know that's right. I know my best friend had her first baby daddy uh, tramp stamped, and it was terrible too. And I was like, "Bitch, I don't know who is fucking that from the back (laughs) because I wouldn't." You probably had gotten hit by the back. Okay, okay, I know. I said, "Let's do one," but can I do an addition to that one? Fine. Best friend tattoos. I support. Okay. Uh, yeah, dope. That's I have my best friend tattoo that I covered up. Yeah. And I have other matchy ones like this one that I have with my niece. And I'm actually coming with my two of my best friends to, to the shop soon to get. Even if you don't stay time. best friends, you yeah. know, I do feel like uh, when you share life with a person, 
um, whether it's a partner, a romantic partner, whether it's a best friend, those are still memories together. That's still a time in your life where not everything was bad, you know? Um, and I, I do, I feel like, um, when you share life with someone, sometimes it's not, it doesn't matter if it's matching or, or whatever. When you go and get a tattoo with a friend, it's a memory. It's a, it's a signature of your chapter together, right. you know? And well, I think that going back to my initial question, which was partner, I don't, I don't know that I get someone's name, but I would I get would. a matching or a complimentary tattoo with a partner. That would, I, I, I would do that as well. To me, I, I look yeah. at different. That I would do as well. Um, I just feel weird about names in general as a tattoo on you forever because forever is a long time for one. That's, that's, that's what a ring is right. for. Um, and also because it, it kind of reminds me of like a barcode, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, like property so ownership of, yeah. or, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, um, I have my name on me because I, that was my first tattoo and it was the only name I know in my life is never going to change. Right. Um, but I, I feel like I would definitely get a matching tattoo with a partner yeah. or a complimentary tattoo with a partner or a best friend. I'm in full support of that. I, mean, I just I feel like have, the whole property of thing is right a weird here, thing but, oh, to me. Oh, I'm trying to look in the camera. Uh, that right there is actually a hummingbird that my mom and I have. That That's represents cute. my dad. You know? My so mom would like, get a matching tattoo so with that me. Was cool. My mom was super anti-tattoo. And then she got this little Mickey Mouse. And I was like, oh, you can't talk shit anymore. My um, mom was anti-tattoo. Can I say this? My mom has been anti-tattoo forever. In fact, me and my mom go through bouts of where we don't speak for months at a time and because of you my lifetime. My, yeah, yes, because of my choice of living and whatnot, my career. Um, but we have been trying to work on our relationship in recent, I guess, years, but in recent months, especially. And um, my mom wanted to get her eyebrows microbladed, uh, which I knew that is the closest to a tattoo she will ever get. And so I took the liberty of learning how to microblade just so that I could give my mom her tattoo. That's, you know, her, her only tattoo. And, uh, and I've had nightmares, like literally I've had nightmares about her going somewhere else to someone else or you know what I mean and showing up and having a tattoo that she let somebody else do or showing up at my shop and going to Caitlin or something yeah. you know and so this was a dope moment for me my sister came as well we had fun um she I will say was the worst client I've ever had <laughs> but um it just was such a again like you asked me why I got into this god you know, there are moments all the time where it's just like a reminder, like, no, this is where you belong and you can still have everything you want. It might not just be under your control. And yeah. that's something I'm... We could we could put a picture of that on, on the, the podcast Yeah, too. I'd like to, yeah. Um, Nook, best friend tattoos. Uh, names are tricky, but I, I, I think, you know, matches are cool. Yeah. Again, again, my wife and, uh, and uh, her friend, they got um, two halves of an avocado Oh, I've seen that one. My my daughter, my daughter has a peanut butter, and her best friend has a jelly, or vice versa. One that 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 actually Mercedes did. Mercedes did, but um, and me and my best friends are coming, and we're getting each other. We're getting our signs. That's what we're gonna do. Is our signs? Okay. Our 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 zodiac signs. So, um, okay. Uh, I guess we can go to move on to Welp. 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 That's part of a joke. It's basically like. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's usually what that means. So, yeah, uh, Welp, um, <laughs> since you are our guest, why don't you tell us um, where you're going to be? Like, tell us where your shop is, your all your contact information. Yeah, for sure. Um, and make sure you mention where you're going to be on the 23rd of July, because this will come up right before that. Okay, excellent. Um, So... Um, we are located right off of um, 84th and Pacific, uh, brown building with a black awning. We have a parking lot and a gated 
Um, on the other side of the parking lot actually is another tattoo artist or another tattoo shop. So we're not them. Ours is the one with the pretty plants in the window, not with the, um, I think he has, I want to say it's like a Jason mask or something hanging in the window. Nice. That's not us. Um, nice. <laughs> um, but we're off of 84th and Pacific, um, right kind of across the street from Gloria's or Buddy's, the building that just burned down. Um, our, our name is Autotroph Inc. on every What's the phone platform. Number? Um, two zero six three zero five six nine eight four, and that is a cell phone. That's so a shop phone, right? That's a shop phone. So you can text it. You can um, send reference pictures. Um, we can call during business hours, please. Um, but we are on pretty much all social media platforms. Uh, we do have a TikTok. I don't use it very often, but one of my apprentices knows how to do it. So um, Facebook, Instagram. We all have individual. Our website, autotrophinc.com, which we now have a. Um, but yeah, I um on the 23rd of July, we actually were invited to be um guests at the South Sound Music Festival. So this will be I want to say our first actual like vending, like big vending event. Um and we're really excited, a little nervous, but you it's know, gonna be it's great. Just, we're gonna yeah, be I think it'll be I, I think it'll be great. I don't know if Lauren's going to be there, but I'll, um, I'm going to be there. We I, also I want to get um, so we also do, uh, for anybody listening who wants to come and get something small or whatnot, mm -hmm. we, on the first Saturday of every month, we do, um, we are actually starting in July accepting walk-ins. Um, oh, nice. we will be taking walk-ins, uh, Monday through, no, Tuesday through Friday from noon to six, um, during the summer and then well, we'll what are you doing on Saturdays but on Saturdays Saturday. so the first Saturday of the month we do our $80 specials so right. that's a walk-in basis um we have flash sheets you can choose from but you also you can send again a reference picture and we'll get it traced up for you or you know get yes. something designed that's similar um and we do that on the first Saturday of every month um so there's that um we also you know we we had a we do little events here and there like little random events we were trying to do them quarterly but we kind of fell behind this year um but we're probably gonna have a tea party coming up soon we did a, a singles uh, catered dinner so we had a we had a banquet dinner for singles on valentine's day yeah, that was cool and that was a ton of fun uh it was so much fun we didn't we get any pictures everybody actually that's kind of we're thinking about doing that yeah. too um we actually we had so much fun at the singles event that we didn't get any pictures. Nobody was on their phones. <laughs> so we were trying to like explain how great this was and we didn't have any hardly any photos and videos of it, you know, no footage, no proof. Right. But yeah, we had a great time. Um yeah, so we we kind of do little things like that, you know, we I my idea of I've, I wanted to have a shop because I wanted to uh do what I wanted to do. I wanted to have a space to I wanted to get involved more in the community. I wanted to have a space to like host open mics and spoken word and um, the comedy shows and, and just a space where people can come together from all walks of life. Because I, like I said, I, I work with people from all walks of life. And it's so funny how many people have things in common that they're never going to cross roads. Actually, I have two clients who are getting married that met at my shop because oh, they're, wow. yeah, they, they're, they're, they just got engaged. Their um, appointments were back to back and they like cross paths uh, in my shop. Yeah. Well, not in this shop, but, um, when I was, when I was at my previous location, but, um, we yeah. We should document so, that somehow. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, I, I'm, I like making connections, you know, like I can look and be like, you know what? I know somebody that you'd really get along with, or right. I know somebody that you have a lot in common with. And so I don't know, like even today working with the kids and stuff, it was so out of our spectrum of people that we normally get to work with right. and, and deal with. And so just doing these things like with the community and whatnot, like we're not your average tattoo shop. You know, yeah, I think you mentioned kids, that about the one of those kids might show up in your, in your shop in, 
in a week, in a year, in yeah, three true. years, and be like, can I be an apprentice? Truly. Or they might there come and be like, can I get my first there. tattoo? I was right? shocked. Yeah. yeah. So um, I do want to go back. You said uh, the South Sound Music Festival. Yes. That's the 23rd of, of Super July. Excited. Um, the headliner of that, uh, shout out to Deshaun Willis shout uh, who out. Puts, and his team that put his, puts it on. But the headliner that, uh, that day is actually going to be juvenile. So that, what? that thing is going to be oh, crazy. I'm yeah. so excited. It's, it's a really dope event. <laughs> this is She's the second time we've done it. And that's why, like, I encourage you to get a booth there because I think you're going to get tons of walk-ins. You're also doing a raffle. Yes, we are. We're um, doing a raffle. So, um, all you have to do is sign your name and information on a piece of paper, you yeah. know, come up, um, Give us your name, phone number, email address, and then we have goodie bags. And inside the goodie bags, there's coupons for $80 days. Um, there, We've got flyers. We've got stickers. We've got all kinds of like good stuff in there. Um, but yes, we are doing a raffle where we, we will be pulling on July 31st. We'll be pulling um, two winners for $150 tattoo sessions. Yeah, so it's worth it if you guys, first of all, buy tickets right now to go to the South Sound Music Festival. But then on top of that, like make sure you stop by all the booths, support all the yes. local all, all the local businesses, um, but especially Auto Trophy Inc. Especially. Uh, yeah. You have anything big going on? Uh, by the time this comes out, uh, I'm featuring at Bob's on the 6th, but this will come out after. But uh, Tracy's in theater. Oh, with, yeah, with, yeah, yeah. With Miss My My? 17th, I believe. Yeah, it's on a Thursday. Yeah, this will come out on the 12th. So yeah. now that I've got my shit together, then we know what the fuck we're doing. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, the 17th. I'm at uh, Good. I'm so doing two a guest days. Yeah. Two days. Go, go to the Tracy Dinn Theater in Bremerton. It's a really dope uh, yeah. uh, actual movie theater. Um, but they have this huge theater that they do comedy shows. And shout out yeah. to, to Miss My My in Bremerton. So um, mm. check out our social medias. I have a ton of shit going on. Like I said, um, I'm featuring in August for Corey Michaelis on Six and Proctor, the new TCC. Um, you know, uh, maybe Nate Jackson will work me. Um, I'm going to be at Laughs Comedy Club on the 19th and the 20th. That's um, the one down... That's in Seattle. Oh, okay. Seattle. Uh, that's in the U District. Uh, I have a ton of mics between now and then. I think in I think in July, I have like 24 or 26 out of 31 days. I already have work. Say um, that, girl. Some of it's just mics or whatever, but yes. like I have stuff to do all of those days. Yes. So, um, yeah, so I have a lot of stuff coming up. Uh, I'm excited about this last time. I was excited to go, and now I'm excited to go and work at the booth and help you out whatever you need um so check us out make sure you just are watching our podcast please share our podcast now it's on youtube uh please don't talk too much shit about us because um, that's not really cool like um, and subscribe as they all say and like you talk and shit subscribe. about us and you do it from an anonymous we talk account back you're a bitch. So yeah, if you're going to talk shit, shit at least do it like with your real account. You can send me DMs. I'm, I will not talk shit back. He but. likes dick pics. Anyways. Yes. Um, <laughs> Very big just ones. <laughs> All right. I think that's it. Um, big shout out as always to Nook, our producer and Stay Hydrated Studios and making sure it wasn't a thousand degrees in here today because it's hot outside so y'all stay up stay safe uh check out autotroph inc uh we'll put all the links in our bios and um check us all out on instagram follow us share us like us help us get this uh podcast popping so thanks so much to mercedes thank you thank you for having me the owner of autotroph inc uh for being on our podcast thank you we appreciate you anything else no all right i don't know why i was nervous (laughs) 